L-A-S. From One Dad to Another is brought to you by... Hey everyone, I'm Amy with an A. And I'm Jenny with a Z. And we'd like to introduce you to our new podcast called Sick and Tired. For people who are sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. We're going to be sharing some personal health stories with you. Some stories from other people, both positive and negative, And help empower you to be a self-advocate for your own body out there in the healthcare community. We might be using words you're uncomfortable with. Like moist. Or vagina. <gasps> oh, not that word. So if you're uncomfortable with those words... This might not be the podcast for you. Or maybe maybe it it is. is. New episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. To support this show and other local creators, subscribe to LAS Plus. For more information, visit LASpodcastnetwork.com. I'm excited to talk about our pelvic floor. And guess who has a pelvic floor? Everyone. Even Alex. What? Even Santa. (laughs) LAS. Well, hey there, Jake Trumper fans. How's oh, it going? that's good. I, I was kind of expecting you to use Jake's name. I kind of expected me to as well. We just were having fun talking about how. Great Have you Jake ever used is. Desperados before? No, that's not like a drug, like a street <laughs> drug. <laughs> you ever use? What a weird Desperado. question. Should I be concerned? Well, no, because I was thinking about using. I, one day I was going to like jump in and interrupt you and say Desperados, but then I was like, is that recycling old content? When I think of Desperados, I just think of the song. Uh, like that newer, that newer like TikTok song, uh, Desperados. Oh, uh, not yeah. Desperado, the Eagles song. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Again, there's that generational difference. Well, here's the heart Age of the show. Difference. Yeah, we found it. We just got there. Uh, welcome to another episode of From One Dad to Another. I'm Logan and I'm Tim, and we're here to talk to you about parenting and stuff. Parenting and stuff. More emphasis on the stuff, but also parenting. Parenting, <laughs> because Tim. Um, so, a little trickery here. We're recording this episode early, yeah. Um, but it's going to come out uh, a week from tomorrow, right? And so, by the time you're listening to this, listener, I will have a baby. You're already going to have a baby. I will have had baby. Have had. I will have caught the baby. But the episode that we're going to release tomorrow, we're going to record later. Correct. Yes. The timeline's all messed up. Don't it call. Is. Don't call. It's, it's, the it's, it's, it's the multiverse. That's right. The multiverse. I finally finished Loki. So congratulations. Uh, no spoilers on this episode. I, I'm not going to spoil think? anything. But I actually really loved it. It was great. Yeah, I loved it. Really loved. Not it. everybody loved it. But uh, well, speaking of uh, fellow nerds, <laughs> speaking of people who might not have loved all of Loki, nerdy people who are our friends who um, who we enjoy more than Loki um, and have a. Differ, differing take on parenting, right? Which is important to our mission here. That's right. So um, we are joined in the studio by two friends who who do have a different perspective on parenting, and and we thought it'd be fun to get them in the studio and, and chat about that a little bit. So without further ado, let me introduce them as the theme song ends perfectly. <laughs> uh, it's we planned it. Megan and Nathan Nelson. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, and sure. I loved Loki. I yeah. I didn't finish it. Oh, you disliked so, it so much you didn't finish all it. All the more reason not to it's do. It's not any that I did. Yeah. I disliked it. It was that it felt like it was getting so deep into the source material that yeah. I couldn't enjoy it. Sure. Mm. Because so I it was felt a very like cerebral approach to watching Marvel just, shows. It's just that I did. I felt like I didn't have the knowledge base to fully appreciate 
the show. How many sure. episodes did you get? So there's six episodes, right? There were four. six. Yeah. So you got I think I watched four. four. I think you okay. got into four. Yeah. It I really enjoyed a lot of five. me just sitting around going, oh, that's because of this. And her going, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that is. Yeah. So when Jordan and I watch it, neither of us have any idea about the source material. So it was all just fresh to us. Oh. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, I've seen Thor. Sure. Like, I mean, I know what a Loki is. <laughs> it's a Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> it's a Tom Hiddleston. Correct. He made me watch. <laughs> Loki um, sometimes does Broadway. Was it, what was the one where he, the actual like action that kicks off loki is that Endgame? um oh that was the, the yeah. original avengers right? yeah. original avengers uh so uh, the very short version is megan and i watched all of the marvel movies together that she had not seen in the gotcha. theaters which of course i had went and right. seen all of them and so there was some spacing and some like oh hey there's throwbacks and all these yep. references and everything that i was just geeking out continuously yeah. about and a lot of it where Megan's going, ah, neat. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, and you know, there's always the Easter eggs and things like that, but yeah. you have to be careful about reading those. If you're, if you're not, if you're not like yeah. reading about it as soon as the episode comes out. I um, think just that show without giving any spoilers away, it's, it's great for people that are really deep into the lore. And it's also equally good for people that are just like, I'm just being entertained. And I, I wasn't giving Megan a really good, position to go which side are we on on this are we ah. just enjoying or are we going deep well yeah. it was the what was the one that actually like i don't the avengers movies have been out for a while so does that require a spoiler alert um i, I mean yeah, well spoiler alert know. hey sure. if you haven't watched the avengers films especially avengers there you Endgame, go. turn yeah. it off for 30 seconds there you go so when loki takes the tesseract and actually goes back in time, like that, that kicks off the events of Loki. Correct. Like, yeah, that's what I. That's the movie I'm talking about, which is not the original Avengers. I do know that. Right. <laughs> so he took it. Correct. That was Avengers Endgame, but that they had gone back in time yeah. to the first Avengers movie. Right. In that right. scene, but I didn't. I hadn't watched that movie until oh. Loki was coming out, and Nathan's like, "You have to watch this." I think we actually watched it before we watched Spider the second Spider Man. Yes. Far from home? Yes. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> because that comes after. And we, we were following yeah. the, the Disney Plus recommended order of things. Yeah. Well, welcome to our Marvel <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, this, this got really nerdy really fast. But that, yeah, that was what's happening. Well, I think that maybe one of the most interesting things that we can pull from this particular conversation is, um, is actually something that's not so much parenting as it is... Um, partner driven or spousal um sure which is how do you navigate watching a show together i'm really interested in that because marnie and i watch a lot mm. of or intake a lot of content together yeah. i guess i'll say that yeah um but i feel like it's it's kind of a a dance like do you want to watch this show with me do i need to wait for you how do we want to navigate that we don't ever have to worry about binging ahead necessarily we aren't that couple but I don't know. There's something we just there. we just have a conversation. Like I'll if there's something I want to watch, I'll just ask Jordan. Like, hey, do you have any interest in watching the show? Mm -hmm. And she'll say yeah or no. And if she says yeah, and then I say okay, well then I'll just save it for a time when we watch together. If she says no, then I sit down and watch it when she's not home, and uh, don't tell her about it because she won't care. Mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, yeah, we do similar things. Like we'll just if it's a new show, then we'll just kind of be like, hey, do you have any interest in this? Right. Um. And there's not a lot that we watch together. Um, I think some. some, 
<laughs> not a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Lot. It's not a lot. It's just a few. <laughs> I think, at least for me, it's usually I watched this first episode. Oh my gosh, I really, really enjoy that. And then that'll initiate a conversation. If I watch something like, oh, this will probably just be for me, but oh my gosh, this is fantastic. I want to share this. And then we'll have a conversation of like, hey, here's what kind of what I think it's about. Are you interested? And and sometimes yes, sometimes no. Oh, that's nice. I think yeah. the the most recent show that we've been watching together and we're very big on making sure to watch it together, which I know you guys will be very excited about is Ted Lasso. Yeah, that's uh, a great yeah. show. It yep. just has some of the best writing yeah. on any television show. Like I would argue those characters are grounded and realistic mm-hmm. and yep. it's just so well written. Well and and the show is lovely generally. It is. That's it really like is. I just I I enjoy it. It makes me happy. It warms my heart to it's watch so it. Good. It is yeah. almost as wholesome as this very podcast. Correct. Oh right. we're not we're not cursing this week. <laughs> no, oh. no, oh, we're not. We're not. Oh. We took a slight detour. Well, I guess we can. But we sure. took we a slight just, detour can, um, last week with uh, Jason Alberti and Lindsay Prince from yep. What Do You Want to Talk About? Uh-huh. And uh, that episode felt different than our normal ones. Well, it was very liberating. <laughs> I, I I shed the chains of my uh, my self censorship. Mm. Uh, it was some which, light cursing, some PG thirteen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was, there was <laughs> definitely some R. Rated content in that one, but, um, but yeah, I feel I mean, bad. It, I'm it, not caught up. She's she's listened to it. I I, I was up till two a.m. listening to this podcast. Uh, yeah, last I heard night. that. That's amazing. Thank you so much it for was, checking out the show. It's yeah. delightful. It's and wonderful. You, you weren't doing it because you already knew you were coming on the show. No, I because I didn't. You didn't at I that didn't. point in time. Yeah, no. That happened very very quickly and more recently. Yeah, and and that was kind of interesting because we Tim and I had already talked about having a conversation on this show with people who didn't want to be parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's an interesting topic for a, a show focused around parenting. And so uh, when you know we were chatting and I guess you were chatting to me through my wife, Marnie, kind of, <laughs> um, as, as happens often, uh, we just kind of thought it was interesting that you don't really want kids. Yeah. And so well, having that conversation on this show would be kind of interesting. So sure. I don't know where to start with that topic necessarily, but I guess it's um, how did you come to that decision? What's what kind of led you to that that choice? Well, um, probably a little bit of background. So uh, Megan and I will be celebrating in October five years of marriage, yeah, and almost ten years together. Mm-hmm. So uh, time flies. I know, doesn't right? It? Isn't that crazy? I know. And and we were kind of talking about it before. Um, we walked in for recording and, and just the idea that we talked about it really early, like mm. very early in our relationship. It was one of the first big conversations that we had. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of I mean, has to be. I think it's important. Like if you're in a relationship to the point where you are participating in activities that could result in a child, <laughs> it's important to have like that conversation. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that, or that's kayaking your specifically, right there. Yeah. origami, yeah. Or really, origami. Yes. yes, yep, yep. Um, it's important to have that conversation of what, it, what are your feelings? Should something happen that we're not prepared for? Yeah. Sure. Um, it also, it also, you know, there's logistics involved. Like, right. how do we do? How do we avoid? How do we? Right. Sure, I think it's just prevent. important to be on the same page if you're going to participate in said activities. Yep. Um. Sex. We're talking about sex, everybody. If, if you haven't, if you haven't followed oh, it, oh my God. we're talking about sex. Alex, bleep that out. 
Leave that out, okay? <laughs> That's a joke. That's a joke. We're not going to be angry, just disappointed. We're we're really not purposefully censoring anybody, by the way. No, no, no it was just uh, for the record. Joke. Tim can swear as much as he wants. Yeah, I just I just don't normally curse on this show for whatever reason. I don't know. I mean, I'm an anti. We're talking about parenting. You're in parenting mode. I think so. maybe maybe yeah. because I did kind of censor myself when the kids were younger. Um, there you go. And I don't think it was like it wasn't like an active choice, but I do remember like. You know, I hit my thumb with a hammer, you know, or whatever it was, and I'd be like, "Oh goodness, fiddlesticks!" <laughs> <laughs> Golly, that's gee. weird coming from you now. I know, I know. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I suppose I did curse around the kids when I was uh, when they were young, but uh, I always just kind of tried to be respectful. It was, it was always just sort of this default mode that I would go into. I didn't really curse around the kids if I was oh. around people that I didn't know. I would just very easily slip into this self censorship thing. Yeah. And as I've gotten older and more, you know, comfortable with who I am, I uh I sort of come to terms with that, I think. And it doesn't feel false to me. It's just it's all a bit situational. Yeah. And now, you know, the kids are all old enough to where, you know, I can drop F bombs left and right if I want. Uh <laughs> because they Fudge probably bombs. will too. Fudge, Fudge bombs. bombs, yes. Yep. That's what the F stands for. Um so sorry, we do yeah, yeah, talking about chaos. sex. <laughs> no, I, talking about sex. Yes. Let's talk about Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, for me, it's just something that like for when I was younger, it was something that I thought about, but never really felt right. And then you know, becoming an adult and realizing I just don't want kids. I don't have that instinct. I don't mm-hmm. have that urge. And I think, you know, having kids is a very selfless mm-hmm. thing to do. You know, you give up your time, your money your um your sleep your like every your Wait, space what, <laughs> yeah. what? Oh, no one Sorry. told you that what? oops spoiler oh. um you better sleep well this week <laughs> you were like the 20th person to say right. that to me in the last right. two days oh i'm sure i'm sure <laughs> yeah anyway but yeah and so it's just it's not something that i've wanted in my life which mm-hmm. you know it's not that i'm against kids or i don't like them it's just not for me it's not something that I've wanted in my life. Is it something that you've gone back and forth on or I guess wrestled with is not really, I guess the question or the, the, the way to phrase it, but is it something that you've sort of actively considered or questioned or are, did you just come to it very early? Like, yeah, no, that's, that's not, that's not, that's not me. It was pretty early in my life, like pretty early, like early twenties in college. It was like, you know, I just don't want that. Sure. Um, Interestingly enough, I've always been interested in being pregnant, <laughs> but I don't want the after. Sure. <laughs> interesting. Because I just think it would be a really interesting, interesting experience. When you sure. say you don't want the after, are you talking about childbirth or child rearing? Rearing. Because it's just one of those things is like, you know, there are like surrogates and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know, who would who would do that. Well, you could I make looked, some bank if you wanted to. I that. looked no, into let's, it. Let's not go down that path. <laughs> I looked into it at some point, but a lot of surrogacy places like you can't unless you've had your own children sure. because uh, it, sure. if you know if you have your own it shows that you can carry a healthy pregnancy it doesn't yeah. cause you health issues but then also you know you're not going to form such an emotional attachment yeah, to no. a child that's not going to be yours yeah. well, and that's because you of, have your own yeah that's an instinctual thing too yeah. that you can't really control and just thinking about that that bond that that instinctual drive 
I, you asked earlier, Hey, have you questioned it? Have you thought yeah. about it? I thought about it when I was younger and I came to a conclusion for myself. And this was before we met of like, gosh, I don't really have that instinctual need that or that drive. Yeah. To, yeah. To it like, just, it wasn't a part of my personality. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well then I'm probably not the, the best suited person to be a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I couldn't, but yeah. you know, it's not, it's not part of my DNA if you use the term. Well, it's interesting because you guys both seem to be on kind of the same page, at least, uh, you know, what that self-awareness is or, or when you had those realizations that, um, was it a, was it a, uh, hard conversation for you guys to have or did it just sort of come up naturally or was it something that you were like both tap dancing around like oh god i hope uh, i hope she was a feels fast the same conversation way. yeah it was quick it was like hey like what first happens date? if this you're like no. do you want an appetizer do you I want rem- children i remember we were leaving the <laughs> irish democrat though like yeah. i remember oh, where yeah. we were mm-hmm. we were in the car at the stoplight outside irish democrat yep. all full of wontons yeah and, wontons yep. yeah. cheese fries oh, wontons and children so good mm-hmm. hashtag yep. not a wontons. <laughs> um and it just kind of came up and we were both realized we were very quickly on the same page and then it was move on to the next like i don't even think that the conversation lasted beyond the stoplight mm. yeah and you were like okay cool but yeah. it wasn't yeah. just like under the next easy conversation it was like a it felt like a permanent conversation it, it, yeah it was definitely a permanent conversation it was we were kind of navigating through the okay what are things that are core to your personality like those those critical questions that you can ask on a date or or mm-hmm. to find out you know like who who is this person what's going on and we ran through a whole bunch of them and i want to say that was out front for sure um favorite color want to have this family this is not going to surprise either of you nathan has a book that's true of questions that's, 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 that he brought on our first few dates <laughs> that we would just open up a page and pick a question and that ask is it. not surprising at all no, and no. that's how you, we got to know each other did you find that endearing it was interesting because it felt like you didn't have to think of your own topics necessarily like it kind of huh. It avoided that awkwardness of getting to know somebody. That sure. Like, Did you feel pressure to like bring your own notebook full of questions? No, because it was this. I mean, it was a thick. Oh, look like, did, wait, yeah. But no, you didn't write this. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Oh, no this okay. Is a, a I was imagining I yeah. that you had a notebook. <laughs> like a no, you just no, no, sat no, no, down no. and wrote out all these no. questions. Although knowing me, that would and feel how like studious I get about this right. stuff. It would totally yes. fit. Sure, yeah. but no, this was. It, you had uh, a lamp. It was really weird. <laughs> you know, it was. It was me thinking. Gosh, I am really. Um, smitten with this woman and I don't want to screw up. So let me have something that I can go to Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Let me have something at my disposal from Barnes and Noble that I can, if I, if I start to choke up, I can, Oh, uh, let me ask some, some interesting questions and try and be an interesting person for her to talk to. And thank goodness that worked out. I mean, we just passed it back and forth. It was actually kind of fun. Cause Mm -hmm. I mean, we were, we had met in a show in this building Mm -hmm. Um, and so it wasn't for anyone who's new to the show. We're in our studio, the LAS studio at theater Cedar Rapids up on the fourth floor, Mm -hmm. right in downtown Cedar Rapids. Correct. And the show was the wedding singer, The wedding Mm -hmm. singer. And so we, uh, we met in that show. And so the kind of the initial introductions you would normally have were out of the way. And Mm -hmm. so it was just a new way to get to know each other. And you already also, you had this built-in shared experience, and right. Well, we were in yeah. the middle of it, like yeah, it was during the show. Well, yeah. I remember. Yeah, I remember show romance. Sometimes it does work out. A showman. And I saw it uh, a few times. Did you that show? Yeah, yeah. 
It's the first nice. DCR show I ever saw. <gasps> And I'm I sorry. came back multiple really? times because I was so I was a student at Cornell, and I was so blown away yeah. that uh, that the set was so impressive. There was like neon lights, multiple levels, and there was an airplane. Turn My table. experience with community theater was like community theater was held together with scotch tape. Right. So like yeah. this for me was super impressive. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, this is in our area. This is great. It was well, a so. really fun show. My hair had a rough time because I had that sweet it's all teased 80, up. Yeah, ooh, yeah, it was combing that out every night. Mm. Well, and <laughs> mm. that was such a talented group. I'm reminiscing about the whole thing. Yeah, that was it was a fun, so it was a fun, fun, fun show to really watch. It was. It really was. So I, I, I don't know if we kind of jumped over this or not, but we talked about kind of your personal experience, Megan, coming to terms with it, um, and and this kind of choice that you wanted for your life. Um, did you? At what point in your personal life did you kind of realize that that was? Uh, going to be your experience, Nathan. I I think very similar to Megan. It was very young, and I think, um, well, uh, so I think, and I can't say this because I don't know both sides of the experience, but I think um, there are formative years, you know, uh, maybe teenager, early twenties, where you're kind of figuring out, okay, this is the direction I want life to go, and my vision of how that that life was going to move forward just it didn't have children in the picture Hmm. um for some people it is and that's great and more power to them but that just it wasn't a piece of the portrait for me it was hey i i want to be happy i want to find the love of my life i want to make sure that you know when i make a decision i'm i'm doing it right which drives me to buy books from barnes and nobles (laughs) and all these other crazy things but um yeah, th- those were the things that were important to me, and that just, it didn't happen to be a component. So when you, uh, thinking about kind of the family dynamic, though, mm-hmm. so so each of you in your in your own heads, you know, came to this realization it wasn't what you wanted, but that doesn't remove, you know, sort of external, like, family pressures necessarily. Oh, sure. Like, mm-hmm. so um, did either of you or both of you experience, like, from your parents or or from your grandparents or other family members, like, when are you going to get a grandbaby? Oh, you yeah. know, all of I, that stuff. My mom, I think, will always be disappointed because I'm an only child. Sure. Mm-hmm. So yep. she's not going to have grandchildren, and she would be a great grandmother. My yeah. dad would be an amazing grandfather. Um, and it took her a long time to yeah. accept that it wasn't something that I was going to budge on or yeah. it wasn't something that was going to change because, you know, sh- she's a big proponent of, well, it's different when it's your own kids. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to take that risk because, you know, I didn't want to bring a child into this world and not 100 percent be invested. You know, I didn't want to take the risk that on some level I would resent the child or anything like that um because kids feel that even if you never show it to them on some level they always they feel it and that's not fair take take ownership of you know how you want to live your life and how you want to where you want to put your emotional energy and Mm -hmm. all of that and that's but I, i i understand how that can be toughed you know potentially if you've got you know folks on the outside who don't necessarily understand the reasoning for it or or trust that you're making the right decision or whatever the case may sure. be. Right. And that I mean she's be. she's come around to it and you know she's a you know quote unquote adopted, you know, her friends grandkids sure. yep. and stuff and so she's fine. Um and I think she's finally accepted that it's not going to to happen. Um which is good. 
Well, and it is hard sometimes to, you know, when your parents have expectations of you or or even maybe not expectations, but desires, you know, there is a part of you that wants to please your parents. And, you know, for some people, that's a really strong drive. Other people, it's not. And, you know, it can be it can be kind of a, a thing to to wrestle with. You're like, OK, you know what? I want my parents to be happy. Um but I also want me to be happy. And um, so, yeah, I can, I can see how that can be kind of a, maybe a tough thing to, to navigate. So, Well, let's take a quick break. Um, when we come back, we're going to keep chatting with Megan and Nathan uh, about their experiences. And, and we'll certainly make some more awkward jokes. And we'll certainly have a great time nope. hanging out. Um, it won't happen. But let's check in with some sponsors. So stick with us. We'll be back in just a moment. From One Dad to Another is brought to you by... Hi! Greetings. Hello. Uh, hello there. I'm Alan Way, and I'm your Dungeon Master for this new live play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, Myths of Myria. This podcast is for those looking to rediscover the joy of adventure, and helping me on this journey is my lovable nerdy cast. I'm Josh Wagner, and I'll be playing... Shadow. I'm Jackson Parker, and I will be playing... Valros Visago. I'm Morgan Willis, and I'll be playing... If you like fantastical and otherworldly character-driven stories, political and military intrigue, snide gamblers, or discovering what's on the other side of the looking glass, then you are going to love our brand new podcast as a part of the LAS Podcast Network. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. To support our show and other local creators like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, you can go to LASpodcastnetwork.com. And just remember, you don't have to know anything about Dungeons & Dragons to fall in love with this podcast. And little did you know that this entire trailer was the verbal components to a spell. And now you're enchanted to listen every Monday to Myths of Myria. So, welcome. 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 To Myria. L-A-S. Hey, I'm Jake Trumper. And I'm Alex Schulte. And together, we're Historically Historically Inaccurate. And you can learn history with us because I'm kind of an expert. I'm not sure if expert's the word I would use. No, I'm ready to teach people history because, like, uh, ask me to name every president. But I know you can't. No, just ask me. I don't want to hear you do that again. John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, uh, James Madison, James Monroe, John Quincy Adams, Andrew Jackson. So we're a brand new podcast distributed by the LAS Podcast Network in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcast. Jake, are you still going? Jake, just fast fast forward to the end. We are literally running out of time. Did you literally forget the president who is right now, Joe Biden? Joe Biden! I did it. I was in in my groove. Come and learn with us, everybody. Well, it's still kind of me. I'm kind of doing most of the... You couldn't even remember Joe Biden's name. I'm doing most of the teaching. It's mostly you. Thank you. (laughs) L-A-S. Well, welcome on back to From One Dad to Another. Your bathroom break was like super on the nose. You got right in the seat when How it was time to time talk. It? I've gotten really good at peeing for just the right amount of time. Right. That was I good. don't always get all of it out, but like I'm <laughs> I would say you have the post urinal drip. None of that's just true. wait. Just it's, wait. It depends. Give it, it like 15, 15 years or so, and you'll be walking away from the, and you'll be, oh, nope, nope, never mind. I guess they're just going to have to wait. That's they're right. They're going to have to stall. I still have that youthful urine. Play another urine. ad. 
That's right. <laughs> like, like roll another. Well, and so, yeah, let's give people a peek behind the scene. Yeah, yeah. that young, strong urethra. If not like alter- photos of you peeing. Correct. Okay, good. Correct. That's yeah. a whole not different show. Not for this different show. Different show. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, if, That's in wave three of the LAS podcast <laughs> network. If offerings. multiple people wanted to go to the bathroom, if we needed to take a breather, we Potty could talk. stop the recording. Uh, but, but ideally, we don't stop the recording. Yeah. We just let the ads play. Yeah. We, we, you know, hang out well, for a second. Well, you navigated that so right beautifully. Alex great. has secretly stopped the recording. He's like, this is just all <laughs> this garbage. Is terrible content. I do like Sorry, how Alex. Alex checked to make sure that it was still recording. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have done, I actually did the same thing. I checked because I can see through the window. And it is. We're you can good. see through okay. the window? Okay. Big thumbs up. Good. Damn. Oh, wow. That's impressive. <laughs> Go see a doctor so cool. about your eyeball. Cool. I know. Yeah. All right, well, <laughs> I'm going to take off. Tim, you're the host now. You can, you can drive this you gotta, ship. You switch no, seats. I can't. I'll crash it and burn it. There we go. Oh, see, no. that's what Alex thinks about me driving this boat. Here's one last tangent. Steering and the then ship. We'll, then we'll get back on track here. Um, I found, because Alex produces uh, the, probably the majority of the shows on the yeah. network, and uh, especially with the new Wave 2 shows. Sure. And... Uh, and when there's four people in the studio, he doesn't have a mic right now. And I, oh, yeah. And Alex is somebody that wants to engage with things. You silenced He's so sad. He's got a lot of buttons. Though. Alex, please. I thought you said he didn't have a microphone. He, <laughs> he doesn't have a microphone, but he has sound effects. Oh, gosh. So if he can find things to, to engage with, mm. um, that's why I believe there was a significant amount of farting on our last episode. Right. Which, with... Yeah, Lindsay so and Jason. Jason. I did yes. hear that. Yeah, it um, was. Uh, that was so. That was Alex's way of playing. That was Alex's way of being part of the show. Mm. Producer's still here with That's us. Good. Logan has a very strong urethra. Logan or um, Alex has a great colon. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, uh, dear listener, welcome oh, on back. Desperados. Awesome uh, I want to hear how you get out of that. Two one. from one dad to another, <laughs> the show where we try to decode modern parenting and explore personal growth as parents. Um, but today we're talking with uh, a couple that we adore, Megan and Nathan Nelson. We love you guys. Who we are love you? Who are we not got you parents? Married. That's true. What we got you both married? That's that, right. Oh, that's yeah, true. We should. That is yeah, very that, true. Uh, Performed the ceremonies. Megan, yeah. what is that story? Um, to summarize. Well, Logan, you married Marnie, and Tim, you married Jordan, <laughs> and we made sure you said the right words and uh, made yeah. sure that the form got signed. Yeah. Yes. You. Uh, we officiated. Officiated. That's true. Is that wrote, the official term? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. For what it you is. did? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Because they, they were not um, church weddings. No. Correct. No. Okay. No. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we officiated. Because that would have just been weird. For for me anyway, but right. you did both weddings together as a yeah. couple. You were up there, yes. and uh, and that was officiating. Awesome. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah you wrote your great. ceremonies. That's mm-hmm. true. And yeah. we actually so our group of friends has a book yeah, that all of those things are in, which started as a as a gift to me from Jordan for Christmas. Yep. Uh, it's a leather bound. Uh, book and everyone's vows are in it mm-hmm. um and we've kind of passed it around and used it in the wedding uh ceremonies i think we used it in autumn's wedding ceremony also i think maybe uh I think my that's daughter true. i feel like that's yeah. true. yeah yeah uh, i just don't currently know where the book is it is at our house okay all right good uh, it in the lost. top drawer of our tv console that's fantastic i saw it yesterday excellent yeah so that's a fun story we've been friends for a long time yeah, yeah. and there's a lot of love here 
Um, and when we left off from this show, this episode, we were exploring your personal experience, um, both individually and together as mm-hmm. a couple, in um, in making the life choice not to have children. Well, and one of the things, you know, we're talking about, you know, how long we've all known one another and how kind of closely knit our families are and all of that stuff. I mean, um, both Megan and Nathan, you have been around since my kids were, you know, so for 10 years, basically, yeah. mm-hmm. Um you know, since my kids were were young, so you've seen them grown up, and you've been you've been a kind of a part of that. You know, being that being an adult, you know, who is is there, um, kind of helping raise you know children in a way. Um, and the same thing with with Marnie and Logan, with, like with Liam. I mean, you. So we talk about you guys as well. You you don't have children, but but you you've spent a lot of time with children right. and you you are fantastic with those kids you just have a different relationship um with the kids than you know a direct parent um right. and so like if we're thinking about the time you know, you spend with other people's uh kids it's obvious that you that you you love children and and all of that but um you know that that hasn't been something that you're like, oh, I should have some of my own. Yeah. Um, but you can give those back. And uh, is that uh, <laughs> sugar? So you, get up, to, send them so you get to be this aunt and uncle yeah. uh, kind of exactly. you know, figure. And is that fun for you guys? It's so yeah. much fun. Oh like, man, it's just, great. <laughs> I mean, getting to I think the last gathering we had at your house, Tim, mm-hmm. I had like an hour and a half long conversation with your oldest. Yeah. And she's amazing. Yeah. And she, I agree. you know, all of your kids are. I'm, and, I'm big fans. And yours and the one that will be. Right. Um, the present and the future. The present one. and right. the future. That's true. Um, Coming soon. Well, and again. Podcast near you. By the time you're hearing this episode. Debut. Recently She debuted. will be here. She will be here. Oh, she's here. Oh. Is Alex. that Joe Biden? <laughs> Joe Biden. I thought it was Did Alex you, before. Was that, that sound effect is new, right? Okay, so you are planning that moment. Okay, great. Because like I haven't heard that before. Finger on the button. Yeah, just you're waiting. Hear that so much very soon. That's true. Are. There that's are a happy, a lot of truth. That's a happy baby. So hope that's the sound that you hear. Have you seen right. the the baby things where you it flashes the light to say what the baby is crying about? You know what I'm talking about? No, no that's what like is some this? Star Trek like, stuff. It really, it, I think it's kind of all like, hokum. But so you're holding your hand up right now and it, you're pointing to it, it like it there's. It looks like a baby monitor speaker. And does it's the got a baby microphone. hold it up? No. Okay, you that's hold good, it because for a while the baby probably doesn't have the dexterity that's to be able to hold it. That's probably true. Up. You just you, you slap it on their head, <laughs> and then when they cry, like it with flashes a 3M, light. like yeah, a man perfect. strip. Yep, mm-hmm. it's like a headband. Yeah, not such no, good it, parenting, like sticking a 3M command strip on your baby. Well, they come right off and they like... don't leave a mark, <laughs> which is great. So, And you can hang things like a wreath, like a, like a Christmas wreath, well, and it can... doesn't damage the paint. Oh. Also, don't paint your baby. You can decorate the baby for holidays. You can. See, That's look, true. We're, we're learning the good things here. This is important stuff. No, I <laughs> saw right. this thing, and apparently it, it looks like it's out of Star Trek, but you're supposed to record the baby's crying, and it flashes a light that says i'm hungry i'm sleepy i'm so do whatever. you have to like is it like a thing you have to teach like I have like foggiest stuff. like you starve your baby for 24 hours and then you record I it crying that's and you program true. that in there is like this is what a hungry baby sounds like i, I because saw that sounds thing terrible I, that's, that sounds i've given like, you all the information i know that sounds like those things that are like if you listen to your dog bark it will translate it for you <laughs> yeah right. it's exactly like that exactly <laughs> 
Fortunately, huh. I babies. mean, your kids can all talk, so they that's can. a lot easier. They can. <laughs> they 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 learn to talk. Oh man, I mean, they were they were toddlers, mm-hmm. and and now they're like in their teens and twenties. Well, so it, and also just they're to good point at talking the fact now. That how much we love your kids <laughs> because I know that there's at least one talker amongst each of you that, oh man, I, I know tons about Pokemon oh, yeah. and, oh, oh, oh gosh, now I can't even remember the other card game. Well, there was Pokemon the, and that, but then Minecraft on the video the games, Minecraft, I, that was yeah. a, that was Minecraft a big thing big. for the, for the, say, for the, I, the younger ones. I recently started playing um, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. And so I need to have a conversation with Will again. Yeah. 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 Now yeah. That, Will, like, I actually know a little bit more. Yeah. And Will has learned a lot more. They still, yeah. they still currently spend a lot of time. I just uh, feel like I could actually Dungeons have a productive conversation about it with them. I yeah, just, which love, I can't. I love watching the enthusiasm. They are yeah. so excited about things. Yeah. I mean, just like, I don't know what the heck you're saying, but man, your enthusiasm is so infectious. Like, uh-huh. I just love uh-huh. this. I yeah, want to show them my dice collection. Yeah, because have I have been building it up. I have so many. I have like a eight pound bag. So you've learned a lot about D and D. Yes, you are collecting dice. Correct. Are you playing D and D, or yes. are you just like mm-hmm. uh-huh. living no. the lifestyle? She's playing. No, I started. No. I started a campaign. How do you? How do you play? Is it in person with people? Mm-hmm. Is it online? Yeah, so it's actually in person with, with people. It's with my coworkers. <laughs> in yeah. person with dogs. Uh-huh. So that's what you do at work. No, it's just with <laughs> right. my coworkers. <laughs> like you're a scientist. You're a scientist. Not work, anymore. Working on saving the world from COVID, um, but you know, not now. It's time for the campaign. Right. Yeah, we have no. It's uh, it's on the weekends with them, and we just we get along really well, and so we're like, hey, you know, they're into it, mm-hmm. and got me excited about it so we started a campaign are you a dm no 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 you're not you're not oh, there yet gosh, that's is that so a, much i'm sorry work? i didn't, didn't mean to no that's to so much work. Dumb <laughs> don't don't offend her jeez no I it's think... not it's it's not offense it's just like i don't have the knowledge base to be a sure. dm i don't know if it's a major it's undertaking insane. right insane yeah. i know will's a fan of critical role yep mm-hmm. and, and i believe has watched almost Maybe every episode, which is insane because that's many, many, many that's hours. Hundreds of hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's hundreds of episodes, and each episode is like, like three to three, four yeah. hours on average. Yeah. And yeah. I believe that Will is all and totally caught up. Matt Mercer is a D&D like yeah. deity. Yeah. He's amazing. Alex is having a response out there. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, he definitely agrees. Yeah. So, Megan, so we're all nerds. And will, what, what you, were you we talking about? Will you listen to the LAS Podcast Network's new Dungeons and Dragons podcast yes. when it comes out? I've heard I'm about sorry, this. what is this network? There's Adventure <laughs> Adventure what what's the this name? podcast network? Uh, oh, here it is. There you go. I don't know what this is. Sound is. Oh, oh it's oh, background oh, music for oh. me to talk about our new Dungeons and Dragons yes, podcast. There you go. I will. Called Myths of Myria. Uh, the trailer is live now. You can go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash myths of Myria. How are you spelling Myria? M-Y-R-I-A. You also can go to laspodcastnetwork.com and go on our podcast. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be great. They've worked very hard on it, so that'll come out um, probably in the next couple of weeks. That's exciting. Um, so yeah, definitely check that out. We've got a number of other great shows that we've announced in the last couple of weeks. Trailers live for most of them on our website. And wherever you find your podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
the same places that you'd find this show. And uh, and yeah, but thanks for letting me take a quick detour to good. talk about. <laughs> that was good. Talk about cool it things we have going on. It wasn't on. a mid roll break. It was like it. a three quarter roll. Oh, or a yeah. critical roll of sorts. A crit- <gasps> uh, hashtag uh, not a sponsor. Uh, thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> I have something to, to bring up to the group real quick. Yeah. Um, as we near the end of this episode, I don't think, um, and I, I've kind of been trying to figure out how I actually felt because it's been a minute. Um, but there was a time in my life, not altogether too long ago, where I really thought that I was not going to have kids. Mm. And uh, I thought I was going to be a professional actor. I was out uh, performing in uh, up in New England and, and on the East Coast. And uh, I don't know, didn't really see myself settling down, didn't really see myself being a family man. Um, and when I was younger, I kind of always thought, oh, I would love to have a baby girl. I would love to have that experience, but that kind of went away. And then I ended up meeting Marnie and we stuck around here because she had a son, Liam, who I became a stepfather to. And, uh, and so that meant you got baby fever. We couldn't, but even then (laughs) I couldn't really leave. Right. Yeah. I kind of always thought maybe I'd go to Chicago. Maybe I'd go to New York. I'd still do that. Um, but then I stuck around here and, um, started a business and this community welcomed me with, with open arms. And, I, yeah, I, I can't quite remember how it all went, but I think um, early on in our relationship, Marnie had gone through a divorce, and I don't know. There was a time when she wasn't really thinking about getting married again. I don't know if she was really thinking about having kids again at that point or not. I can't quite remember. Um, and and I don't know. E- even to this day, I'm I'm having a baby um, within a couple of days. Yeah. And I don't even really know. Early on in this episode, you mentioned, Megan, um, the idea of like a, a child deserves to 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 have somebody love and care for them unconditionally or some, something like that. I'm paraphrasing. And uh and I assume that I will. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess but that's a kind of a challenging thing to like wrap your head around. Right, especially because you don't you don't know what that looks like. Even though you you you, you have the assumption, you're like, well yes, of course I will. Right. But you, but you don't know the how, right? right? You, you, you haven't experienced it yet, um, and that obviously I think is different. For there is no like, okay, here is what it feels like. It's the, it's going to be what it feels like for you, and that's right. going to be pretty unique. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's you, just kind you of an assume, interesting, mm-hmm. interesting thing to think about. Like it, it's, it's this thing that you just assume that you're going to love with all of your heart and and I believe that but I don't yet because mm-hmm. it it doesn't exist to me yet right sure yet, you know yeah it's a hard thing to put into words on a podcast <laughs> in an audio format but it's an it's just something to think about and Marnie um has this saying that she, that she found from somewhere which was um that the mother falls in love with the baby from conception because that baby is is inside of her and she has this connection to it. Um, and the um, non-gestational parent falls in love with them at birth because that's when there's a connection there and that's when there's there's something real yeah. to connect with. Mm-hmm. And I, it's just interesting. I know that there are stories out there and experiences out there of parents who have not felt that connection right away. Yeah. And they do eventually. And it's just really interesting to think about, and, and maybe that's a topic we'll revisit later on in this in this show. 
Um, but listening to you talk, I, I think that I'm, uh, I believe that I'm excited to be a parent. I believe that I'm going to love this child with all my heart. I think I'm going to be okay at it. But, uh, but yeah, it's just, it's, a, it's this impossibly large thing to wrap your head around. So you kind of just have to dive in and do it. And that's what I'm sticking with. Yeah. Well, I mean, they always, you hear so often that you didn't, you know, parents say that they didn't know that they could love something or someone that much. Right. Right. And like, so it's so hard to even conceptualize the magnitude of that emotion and that bond. And just, I mean, maybe that's, you know, part of why I wouldn't want or don't want kids is just Mm -hmm. because that bigness scares me. Sure. 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 Well, and you know, it, and there's no reason why you should. I mean, you know, there's no imperative that that you have children. Right. Um. And and I would even make the argument that if you don't feel like it can, you can give everything to it, that you should really seriously consider whether or not parenting is right for you mm-hmm. at all. And you know, some people are incapable of providing what a child needs. I mean, we see that all the time if you just look at all the children out there. Um. But also, you know, there are people who discover that they're very good at it. But just because it could possibly go one way or another doesn't mean that that should be a reason to have children or to not have children. Right. right. Um, and, you know, for me personally, I, I always, I guess, assumed that I would have kids. Um, and then I actually started, you know, I became a father pretty young. You know, I, I, was, I was married at 20 and my oldest was born when I was 22. And in a lot of ways, I didn't really give myself a whole lot of time to consider, you know, what could my life be without children because I was already there. Mm-hmm. But that also just sort of piggybacked on this idea that I, you know, growing up, I always just assumed I would be a dad. It, it never crossed my mind that, oh, there are all these things that I, maybe I would like to do that doesn't involve parenthood. It was just always like, oh yeah. I mean, at some point I'm going to have kids. It was mm-hmm. sort of a foregone conclusion in my own head. That wasn't like, I don't think that was societal pressure or anything like that. I just kind of always assumed that would be the case. Right. I liked being, you know, part of the family I was in growing up. I a large family, lots of cousins and all that other stuff. And I just, if I look to the future, it was always kind of like, oh yeah, I always just assumed that I would, I would have kids. Um, so, but, it, yeah. but not everybody has that, you know, that's not a question that comes up for, for everyone, even just taking a look at you know, my kids and how they view the idea of parenting. It's possible, you know, I have one granddaughter um, and my middle daughter, I knew, I knew that she was going to be a, a mom, uh, like always knew she was going to be a mom. Uh, she always just loved kids. She always had that thing. I think she always knew that she was going to be a mom. Um, but my other two kids, I wouldn't be surprised if they never, if they never have kids. Um, and but also that's, you know, that's their decision to make. Um, and um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it, it, it's so unique for every single individual and in, in how they feel about yeah. parenting. Well, and it's always been my observation that parents that find themselves successful parents, people that I go, gosh, you know what? That's a good mom. That's a good dad. Um, and, and I think this applies here as well to your thought of 
it's not necessarily, you know, the financial stability, uh, it's the right time, all of these things that, yeah, there are societal pressures on that. It's, are you the type of person that finds joy in what you're doing? And if you find joy in parenting, you're going to be a good parent. Yeah. It's, it's plain and simple as that. And kind of back to, you know, how, Logan, what you were saying, where your life has taken some turns you weren't expecting. Right. But you found joy in it. And I know that you found joy in it. I know you well enough to know that you found joy here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think as long as you got that piece, you're, you'll be fine. And you're you going to be a great dad. And you can find joy in so many different places. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think that's one thing that I was going to bring up too. Um, you know, thinking about uh, what you were saying, Megan, uh, in response to my self-exploration that I, I did on a podcast. Um, I, I think that there's something to be said for a life feeling full, right? Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, I don't mean to completely repeat your point, Tim, but I think I, I want to because I, I resonate, it resonated with me, mm -hmm. but it was that uh, it's so different for everybody. But as long as your life is feeling full, as long as you're finding that joy, as long mm -hmm. as you are feeling fulfilled in this one life that we have, um, depending on what you believe. That, uh, <laughs> that, that's okay. That's great. Right. That's right for you. And everyone's journey is different and, and we all find our own way. And, and I, I'm, it's just weird to think about two days before I have a baby yeah, yeah. that my life's going to change yet again. And I, I'm making some assumptions you are, that yeah. it will be fulfilling. Yeah. Um, and that I will be able to be a part of another life's fulfillment but uh well it already speaks well or speaks ha highly of of your future parenting skill that you're not dreading it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean if this was like this weight that was hanging on you and you were like oh my god i am i don't want this no that doesn't bode well for your uh for, <laughs> yeah, for right. your, sure. your future as a parent but sure. i mean regardless of, of whether you are uh you know your level of anxiety or um you know, excitement or all of those things kind of combined together. The fact is it's, it's been something that you are looking forward to and that you, you know, you are, you're thinking about, you're actively mm -hmm. considering and it does bring you joy. The, the thought of it brings you joy. And even if you don't know how that will manifest itself, you, it's a, it's a happy, pleasant, mm -hmm. full uh, feeling or thought for you. And that's uh, that, that uh, sets you up really well, I think. And I don't want to characterize this as, you know, it's all unicorns and rainbows everywhere. There's going to be trouble, obviously. I mean, there, there is with everything. But I think e either dealing with situations of trouble and also overcoming them, if you can find some, some fulfillment out of that as well. You know, as a parent, that's kind of, that's the job. Making sure that, that you're pouring some of yourself into the work of parenting. I'm going to make a bumper sticker. <laughs> That'd be a really long bumper sticker. Yeah. You'd have I'll, to, I'll you'd have to be really, short version. I was going to say, you'd have to be really selective about the font that you use. Otherwise it'd be really terrible. Yeah. It'd I be just, hard to read. And I'm just, I'm, I'm hearing kind of the soul searching on it and everything. And I know you're going to be a great parent. <laughs> Thanks Alex. <laughs> No, I, I genuinely know that you're going to be a, a great parent because I know that you're thinking about it. You want to do well. And you know what? This kid that by the time this comes out will be in the world. You're 
I don't have anything good sentimental. It's bumper <laughs> sticker worthy. But I, I know that, you know, you care about it, and that's what's going to re- be reflected in your parenting. The last couple episodes have really turned into, like, let's boost up Logan episodes, and I'm okay with it. That's good. I'm that's here good. for it. We all, we all need that. <laughs> well, we all need that. And, and I mean, Megan and I, our role, not as parents, but as uh, friends. friends of parents and, and supporters of your parenting I think that's part of our responsibility. Sure. Well, and that idea of, you know, it takes a village and all that. I mean, you guys, you guys have for a long time been, you know, key members of that village, Mm -hmm. both for, for, uh, my kids and for, uh, for Liam. And, uh, so, I mean, the, the journey is getting, is about to get really, really exciting for everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, which is pretty cool. I mean, I, I'm so excited. I mean, I talked to your wife, Marnie, like. (laughs) daily right pretty much um and so you know being there for her and making sure that you know i even talked to her about like hey will you teach me how to like keep a baby alive for a while (laughs) so you guys can go have date nights sometimes (laughs) she's like absolutely so you know being excited to be part of your baby's life and you know see liam be a big brother and juniper be a very strange big sister. <laughs> Our golden retriever. She'll, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably, probably, probably good to make sure. Juniper is going to make a fantastic babysitter when, when Megan and Nathan yeah. aren't available. Right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah correct. Um, but if there's an emergency, I don't know how she's going to dial nine. We'll, we'll be around. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't you have thumbs, have so she won't be able to put the three M command strips on her those, forehead like, either. Jitterbug phones. So, remember those? So oh yeah, the for, big button. Like, we had yeah. that conversation on an episode a couple weeks it ago, ladybugs, right? Bugs, I think is what yeah, you called. I and I was, but also, you know, well, that's that's possible with my old brain. <laughs> I think it was Logan who called it that. Oh, with his old brain. There you go. Okay. I don't have an old brain. My brain is is great and young and spry. <laughs> you have soon to be dad brain. That's true. That's valid. That's where dad jokes come from. Yeah. Exhaustion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There's plenty of that energy on this show. Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of this show, it's come to an end. Oh, everybody. Wow, that was quick. Oh, okay. I know that was a tight 50 minutes, but I want to thank everybody for being a part of it. Megan, Nathan, you're both wonderful. We love, we you. love you so much. We love you. We thank love you. you for being a part of this studio show come on to your your it's good to have it's good to have family on the show yes i I mean it's just it adds a fun dynamic this is family for sure for sure and you dear listener are our family as well thank you so much for checking out another episode of from one dad to another a podcast produced and distributed by the las podcast network right here in cedar rapids iowa for more information about our independent network check out laspodcastnetwork.com and if you enjoy this show, please subsi- consider subscribing. There it is. To so thank you. <laughs> consider subscribing to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And consider leaving a review because it really helps out our show more than you might realize. And another way you can help out if you enjoy this show, if you enjoy local high quality podcasts, is to subscribe to LAS Plus, our premium subscription service for all LAS podcasts. It's only $10 a month and you get bonus episodes of this show, all of our other LAS podcasts, ad-free versions of all of the shows, um, unique ways to connect with the hosts and what's going on around here. You'll get pre-sale access to our new LAS live shows, which will be coming soon once the pandemic decides that it's going to stop torturing us and, uh, and much more. So for more on that, go to LASpodcastnetwork.com 
slash plus. Megan, Nathan, thank you again. Thank you. Thanks, guys. It was great having you here. Tim, thank you so much for thank you, Logan. being a co-host. Yeah, no worries. And uh, and driving me crazy in the right ways. Oh, I'm so turned on right now. Me too. <laughs> me too, buddy. Me too. Alex, thanks for being out there with us. Sorry you don't have a microphone today. Something's happening. Oh, what's he got? I set him up. Set him up. There we go. There it is. There it is. Thank you all, everybody. Stick with us. This podcast comes out every Wednesday. And uh, until you'll catch a new one next week. And I have a baby to go tend to, I yeah, guess. Go do that. Yeah. This is your <laughs> reminder. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.